Hello everybody and welcome back to With Care Kylie. I hope you all are having a fabulous day and for this episode I have a surprise for you guys. I mean it's not really a surprise, it's kind of been long awaited but it's finally here and it is the introduction that I have been meaning to come up with. I finally have it so we finally have a little introduction for for us for the podcast so I hope you guys are very excited because I know I am. It's nothing grand or crazy or anything like that, pretty basic, but I'm just happy to finally have it. So for the introduction, I really did want to do something that was similar to a journal entry, if that makes any sense, because I know that I love to journal and a lot of the times journal entries are things like self-checkups and just like somewhere they kind of like ask you questions to put your mind at ease, trying to refresh your mind a bit and that's what I was going for so I looked through my journal entries looked on Pinterest for some inspiration took bits and pieces of what I liked and mixed it up and put something together for you guys so for the introduction these are the things we're gonna go through before these are like the order of the things we have a little self-check-in feeling scale on a scale of one to ten with little reasonings and then we have gratitude then we have a daily affirmation and then we have three things we've accomplished this week since i am filming this on a friday and it is the end of the week i feel like that was very fitting just something to really like tie up the, the week the ends of the week i don't want to say ends of the week type the week because i was going for the saying type loose ends whatever type the week okay and then finally we have a mind dump which i think i'm gonna use for like if i have to tell you guys anything important that's not really necessarily related to the um, episode that I'm recording that day. Things like dates could be used in the mind dump. So yes, that's what I was going for when I created the mind dump. And also, after I ask you guys these questions, I think that I'm going to be quiet for a little bit so you guys have time to answer. I don't know. Is that weird? I don't know. I feel like that's just best because then you have time to answer. It's kind of like... I think it would just be better overall and then you guys have time to answer and then I'll have time to answer and it'll be like a little conversation, which is exactly what I'm going for with this introduction. Okay, so I think we should just get started now. Okay, so how are you guys feeling on a scale from 1 to 10? Okay, and why are you guys feeling that way? Okay, I would say that I'm feeling a nine because today's just an amazing day. Today's been a really good day, but I just feel like it's been really slow. Like, I just don't have that much to do today, and that's fine, but I just, I kind of do wish I did have more to do today. But I hope by the end of this episode that we are both at tens on the scale, that we both feel a ten out of ten, and we are just so happy and amazing and great. So, yeah. Okay, moving on to three things that you're grateful for. Number one. Number two. And number three. Okay, three things I am grateful for. Number one, I think I would have to say the sunny weather that we've been having. Um, just clear skies, feels great, not too hot, not too cold, sun's out, and I think it's just perfect and great. Uh, number two, hmm, ooh, I've been, 
making some really good meals for dinner. I don't know, something in me has just been really chefing out because I've just been, I made some really good stuff and I've just really enjoyed the time to cook and stuff like that. And number three, I'm grateful that I've been so productive lately and I've really just gotten my stuff together. Okay, our affirmation of the day or for the week, however you want to look at it, is I'm about to walk into the most abundant, balanced, wealthy, and successful period of my life. Let me say that again. I am about to walk into the most abundant, balanced, wealthy, and successful period of my life. Okay, guys, say it with me. I am about to walk into the most abundant, balanced, wealthy, and successful period of my life. I felt like this affirmation was just really fitting for this week since, you know, we're in a new year and I feel like now time more than ever, people really are going to walk into the most abundant balance and all of those things. I feel like they're going to walk into the, that part of their life most, if that makes sense, which I hope it did. But anyways, three things you accomplished this week. Number one. Number two, and number three. Okay, um, I don't know what you guys said, but whatever you said, I'm very, very, very proud of you because I know that everyone is always trying their best. However, it may look different for some people, so whatever you did that you accomplished this week, I'm so proud of you, even if all you did was get out of bed. If you could only name one thing you accomplished, I'm proud of you and I love you. And please remember that. Um, three things I accomplished this week. One, um, I took my dog for a walk every morning this week. Good walks for me and good walks for him. Uh, number two. Hmm. Ooh, I've been eating really, really healthy lately. I've just been on very much, very much of a health kick. So I'm really glad for that. And then really glad for that i'm really grateful for that <laughs> sorry and then number three hmm. oh i woke up 30 minutes after my alarm today which lately i've been waking up two hours past my alarm and i guys i don't even know how it happens it just happens um i hit snooze and then you know i wake up two hours later like i know what happens to all of us i just don't know how it happens but when i read that question three things i accomplished this week i didn't want to say that because i haven't done it every day this week and then I was like wait these are my accomplishments I'm proud of myself for that so of course I should say something so yes I'm proud that I woke up 30 minutes before my alarm today I'm just so impressed with myself that I actually managed to do it so yes very proud of myself for that and then for the mind dump I don't really think I have anything to mind dump you guys um for the silence after when I ask you a question I'm doing five second intervals but if that isn't enough then just please let me know and we can make it longer or shorter. Just give me some feedback, please. And I love you all so much. Before we talk about January, I think that it'd be a good idea for us to recap December. And this is something that I'm thinking about doing every time we enter a new month, like a little monthly recap. So the little order for our recap and the kind of style that we're going for. First, we would start off with the goals for last month. And I would typically aim to talk about two goals and then things that we were grateful for. And I would go for around five things. And then the, the lessons I learned, I would say talk about three of those. 
and then the things that went well and the things to improve and then one of each of those okay let's start with my goals for december um so the first one was to wake up earlier and the second one was to practice more gratitude and i actually did achieve both of these goals thankfully go me um every morning i set my alarm and put my phone across the room and this sort of forced me to get up like i actually had to physically get up and go turn the alarm off and so it was kind of just a way to be like first thing you do get up and then like you're i feel like i'm up after that i don't know about you guys but after i'm up like walking around i'm up so every morning i would put one on my cell phone and then i would put one on my little google dot as well because i feel like when they both go off at the same time i sort of get a grip on things faster <laughs> that sounds like horrible like forcing myself to do that but um, after a while i was able to just narrow it down to just my phone just ha- had one of them but i was actually looking at getting an actual like physical alarm clock and you know which ones i was looking at i was looking at the sunset ones that like the ones that rise and get brighter when it's time to wake up and the ones that set and slowly get darker at night i'm i'm not sure i just feel like these would be so soothing and good for when the curtains are shut or the sun doesn't come out so if you guys know anything about these or you have a little review rating for me please just let me know in the comments of this podcast or of my socials okay so my second goal was to practice gratitude And this is definitely a goal I'll be taking with me to January because I do think it adds value to my life and improves my overall mood and my overall how the day goes. So how I did this was as soon as I woke up every morning, right after I disabled my alarms, I just thought of five things I was grateful for right then and there. Um, And some other things I did were I like to practice gratitude meditations and I like to do gratitude journal entries. And another thing I like to do was whenever I got upset or I was frustrated with something, I took a moment and just breathed and I would think of five things I was grateful for right then and there. And I feel like this helped me learn that even when things are bad, there is always something to be grateful for. Life is so giving and there's always something to be like, hey, I have this and I'm just so grateful for that. And this leads me to my next point, which are three lessons I learned in December. Um, Lesson one I learned is that there is always something to be grateful for, like I just said. Even if you have to look a little harder, there's always going to be something at the end of the day that you can really look around and be like, I'm grateful I have this. So just be grateful. And the second lesson I learned is that you can't control everything and trying to will drive you insane. Genuinely, you will go crazy trying to control everything, especially things that ultimately you can't control. So sometimes it's better to just let go and let things happen and really trust the process and trust the universe because things do happen for a reason and i feel like once you let go you're more open to the idea of that and a final third lesson i learned is to be present and i feel like this helped me with things like stress and worrying and it reminded me to be grateful um so yeah those are the three lessons i learned in december And five things I was grateful for in January were things like spending time with my family, having a break from school, just the Christmas season and the Christmas joy, being able to give, and I don't want to say I like the weather, but I kind of like the weather because it was just cold and usually it's just different. Even if I don't like it, it, it was different. So I'm grateful that I had the chance to experience something different. Um, so for things to improve and things that went well, I would say that going through with my goals went well and holding myself accountable, I think that that went well. 
but I think that stress is something that needs improvement because I feel like I just constantly stress over things that really don't even matter that much. So that is something that I will be improving on and working on in the month of January. January is always such a stressful time for goals and goal setting because I feel like a lot of people have, you know, the new year, new me mindset and I I believe that this inevitably leads to a downfall most times. And to further elaborate on this, I think that a lot of people burn out around the end of the year just because it's been a long year, seasonal depression, and we're all just ready for the break and they use the new year as a I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see, but they use the new year as a fresh start for themselves. Um, and because of this, I feel like they like subconsciously, even if they don't realize they're doing it, I feel like they put unbelievable pressure and expectations on themselves to achieve their goals and that this inevitably leads to just too much mental stress and then it leads to them quitting because that is just so 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 overwhelming and there's only so much that we as humans can take and that's why I personally hate the new year new me mantra and I'd prefer to take a totally different approach to goal setting for the new year because while there's nothing really wrong with it I feel like it's outdated and there are different and better ways to go about, you know, reinventing yourself for the new year. So instead of putting your new year's goals on a pedestal and making the whoa, and making them out to be big and scary, we are going to take it slow, break it down month by month and just set them as you would any other monthly goal because that's what they are in the end. So moving on, I typically set around two big goals for the year, but this year, drumroll please, I'm setting four. I have no idea if that was a drum roll or if I messed up the audio, but that was my intended drum roll. So yes, I'm saying four. Um, and that is double of last year. So let me explain to you guys how I plan to do this. It's because I heard of something called the 12-week year. And I very, very recently heard of this, and I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of it, but basically it's a system of dividing the year up into four quarters and each of these quarters consists of 12 weeks because, and I'm about to do some math here, guys. It, this is because there are 52 full weeks in a year, and 52 divided by 4 is 13, so that gives us 12 weeks and some buffer time on the side for each little mini quarter. So basically, every quarter you try to achieve one big goal, and to do this, you break your big goal down into smaller weekly and monthly goals and little to-do lists to help you get there. So I'm trying this new system because... I feel like it's going to be more strategic and tactical and I believe that it's going to give me a better chance of achieving my goals without the immense amount of stress and pressure that is just constantly being expected. So my one big goal for this quarter of the year, which is I want to say around January to April, but don't quote me on that, but my one goal is to really focus on this podcast and my growth overall. So that's my one big goal and to break it up into my three little monthly goals for each month, well, I don't really have my three monthly goals yet, but I'm going to break it up into three little monthly goals. And the one this month is to make sure I'm posting weekly and to spread the news about my podcast so that I can increase my ratings and followers. And then this goal can be broken up weekly into weekly to-dos because I really feel like, I don't know if like my monthly goal can be broken down into another goal. So it's more of broken down into to-dos for the week. So my weekly to-dos look like planning content, reaching out, and making sure to record and edit daily. So that is my big goal for the first quarter. 
of the year so my first little mini year in the year and that was just a little breakdown for the new 12-week method that I'm going to be trying and I encourage all of you to try it this week and I'm using a, a free notion template that I found on TikTok which is so 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 cool and if you search up 12-week year it should show up and I will put the at of the girl who I got it from in the comments of this video so yes please go check her out she's amazing for making this because she just wants us all to succeed and that is just so amazing of her. So yes, 12-week year, goal setting in January and all of that. So along with our January goals, um, I do have some funner things to talk about. And right now specifically, I have some book talk for you guys. So this month, I'm hoping to finish two books that I'm currently reading. And those two books are number one, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. And then the second book is Alone With You in the Ether. Um, these two books are very different, but it's because I like to have balance, and what I mean by that is I like to read one book that's just really for me, and like, it's more of a story rather than a lesson or teaching you anything, and the, I like to read one that's more informational, and that's towards, aimed towards personal development. And so book number one, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F, this is the one that's aimed towards personal development and it's about how it kind of teaches you and shows you how to only give your energy to things that are valuable to you and things that you can control and it shows you the effects of what happens when you don't do this. And the author is Mark Manson and I think that this book has really helped me to be attentive over my energy has been going and it's helped me refocus and if, and that has been huge. So I urge everyone to read that book if that's something that you struggle with, just wasting your energy on things that aren't really valuable to you or beneficial to you. I would totally recommend this book to you. And book number two, Alone With You in the Ether. This is a story about how sometimes our minds are unwell, but we love and can be loved regardless of this. And this story is lived through the two main characters and they're they're just such intricate and complex characters and their relationship is just so beautiful and it really does add to the book and the way she writes about them is incredible. She's so specific and the details are perfect. So, so far I am loving it so much and if that sounded interesting to you then I would totally recommend that book to you. And the author is Olivia Blake and she has written other books but I have not read any of them so far but I'm thinking I might after this book so yes that is what I have in store for books and in the future I think that I want to do an episode on my favorite books so hopefully you hear about those books then and from TikTok I've heard so many good books and I'm and I'm hoping to read them in 2023 so I'm very excited for that and if you guys have any self-improvement book recommendations please tell me um, either in my socials or in the little comments box. I think I have one of those, but I do want to talk about a book specifically that I got for Christmas, and it's called 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think, and you may, you may have heard of this already because it has recently blown up on TikTok, but I have wanted this book for such a long time, and I finally got it, and I'm so, so, so excited. Um, so in this book, of course, it's a compilation of 101 essays, but I like to read one every morning, just one essay a day, and I do it in the morning after I journal, and I like to highlight and take notes so that I really do retain some of this information, and so it's easier to apply, 
And let me tell you guys, this book is so freaking insightful. This book has really just, it really does just change the way you think. And I think that everybody should read it because it's a way to be able to open yourself up and your mind to new ideas and it provides for a chance to see another person's perspective (laughs) and to learn something new and to see new ideas and this is something that is needed in order to grow and this is this is what life is all about learning new things seeing other perspectives and this is just such an incredible book and I love it so much and not enough good things could be said about it but so far I'm on essay number 14 because it is january 14th one a day and i feel like i've already learned so much and applied so much of it to my life and i've already started to see a change for the better like a positive change and i would absolutely recommend this book to anyone and everyone i bought my copy off of amazon and the author's name is brianna west so please go look at that if you are interested potential i don't have a lot to say about this just a little thing about it but okay okay let's just get started the segment before this was the all about january segment and now we're going to move into the topic of reaching your highest potential the whys and the how to's and so a little background on this topic um a person's full potential by the google definition is Human potential is the innate ability of every person to live and perform in alignment with their highest self. It's a combination of both inner and outer work. So basically, it's what we call, like, just people in general call becoming your best self is just reaching your highest potential. And I think that this can actually be related to January because I think it's what a lot of people want. And I think a lot of people make this their New Year's resolution for the year just to become their best self but i think a lot of people underestimate themselves and this causes them to fail and in my opinion i feel like a lot of people underestimate themselves and believe that they're already at their full potential when they actually aren't and i want to talk about this book i read called can't help me by david gorgons and he says that when we think we are done and completely maxed out we are actually only at 40 percent of doing what we're actually capable of And I think that a big part of it is that people don't want to put in the work to reach their highest potential because honestly, it's really uncomfortable and it's just hard. And I think that they would rather stay comfortable with how they are because it's easy and it's familiar and they're not necessarily suffering, but they're settling. And for some people, this is suffering, but for others, it's not. And in my last episode, I talked about how you need to get out of your comfort zone to grow and that's exactly what I think we're aiming to do with the fullest potential. So a big part of your highest potential is your mind and you can only be as much as you are mentally. So I think that when you expand your mind, um, you can you can create new opportunities for yourself and allow yourself to grow. And when you're open to new things, this can add to your potential. And along with this, I think that taking actions on things that align with your goals, it's like inner outer work, inner work for the mental and outer work because you do have to take actions um they'll never go anywhere if you don't take action you know how they say nothing changes if nothing changes that's the truth um do things that scare you and do things that that make you uncomfortable because when you do these you're unlocking new potential that you may not even know that you had and you can really show yourself how good you can be keep working you have to want to grow and want to learn and see how good you can get 
it's supposed to be uncomfortable and it's supposed to be new and it's supposed to be different and it's supposed to be scary and it's going to feel strange because it's something you've never felt before but this is good that's exactly what we're going for you want to feel something new because you're kind of just like expanding your boundaries you're exploring new territory when you're doing this so i think that by doing that you're kind of expanding your potential that you know Oh, you're expanding your known potential. So next time you set a goal for yourself, you can aim higher because you know that you're capable of more than what you truly think you are. So I think that it's just something that needs to be worked on and you have to want it. You just have to keep going for it and just see how good can you get as a person. So that is what I think about reaching your highest potential and that is what I will be aiming for this year and every year for the rest of my life because it's always... It's was a work in progress and it's just something that is never really just done one day it's an everyday thing so that is what i think about reaching your highest potential i'm just gonna do a little 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 short talk about lucky girl syndrome what is it and how we are using it to our advantage this year and i this really has just blown up on tiktok recently so i really do hope you guys know what i'm talking about but just a little short explanation. It's just basically where you're just super lucky <laughs> if that wasn't obvious. But I feel like we all know those people that are like, you know, the Debbie Downers that are just like, oh, with my luck, the worst things happen or I always have such bad luck. And I really just don't like being around these people. And I feel like that these people have a, they're very close minded and they make life impossible and miserable for themselves um and so i really don't waste my energy on these people and i hope you don't either because they just have to learn for themselves that they create that truth they're creating the life they live so they just have to learn that they're creating their bad luck for themselves but we lucky girls are going to be the complete opposite so i think that lucky girl syndrome is something that happens at a subconscious level and i want to say that it's related to underlying beliefs you already have about yourself based off, you know, your past luck and your past experiences, but believe it or not, this is totally and completely changeable, and it's, you could either make it really hard, but really, I don't think it's that hard, but I feel like people that always say they have bad luck assume it. They assume that they always have bad luck, and they worry for things because they just think they have the worst luck, so they always prepare for the worst, and I think that this fuels their bad luck beliefs, and ultimately attracts it if that makes sense so basically let's say i was going for a drive and there was a cop pulling people over and if i was a bad if i had bad luck girl syndrome (laughs) i just made that up but if i had bad luck girl syndrome i'd be like that cop is totally gonna pull me over and i'd already start slowing down because i just know he's gonna pull me over i'm preparing for the worst and i just already know because i just have such bad luck So they just always believe it and they prepare for it. And I do think that there are plenty more reasons that like they have such bad luck, but I think that this is a main one or ultimately the root one. This is where it all starts and stems from. So what we're going to do is when something bad happens, don't assume for the worst or when you're going to do something, don't prepare for the worst. Don't think what's the worst case scenario and prepare for that, but instead prepare for the best what say what if this goes completely right 100% right what would I do then that's what that's what I want you to do whatever however you would prepare for the best of the best so 
It's basically using positive thinking to manipulate your expectations of your life. And because what you expect is what you receive, typically, you start thinking that you are just the luckiest person ever and how everything just works in your favor. So prepare for the best, say your affirmations, believe that you have it. And a really important thing is to believe that you're deserving. Like believe that you just deserve the best luck in the world and then just be ready to accept it. Don't like you can't be iffy about it you can't be like oh i deserve good luck and then still prepare for worse you really have to go all in with this and then just take some risks the universe is in your favor and you also need to be in your favor so that is how we are using lucky girl syndrome to our benefits this year ladies this week's episode everything was a bit it was a bit of everything a bit scattered nothing really focused on one topic for too long but that's just what i felt like talking about this week so i hope you guys do enjoy it and i hope you guys do return to the podcast but please leave a rating while you're here and let me know if there's anything i can do better and i love you all so 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 much and i hope you have an amazing day and that is it for this week's episode of with care kylie